Hello and welcome to Mount Rushmore. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good buddies Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael always uh, compete with each other to discern what are the Mount Rushmore of any given topic. The four things that best represent any certain topic. And this week is no different as we tackle the Mount Rushmore of celebrity appearances in music videos. I'm not alone at my judging role today because I am very happy to say that my brother Sam has joined me this week uh, in judging. And Sam is a, a very, very knowledgeable individual in pop culture and also in music. So it's great to have him here by my side, co-judging. Sam, how's it going? I'm good. I'm better now that I'm on the podcast I've been waiting so long to appear on. So I appreciate it. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, and Jeff, we were wondering when you were like <laughs> building this add-on to your judges stand. I was wondering what that yeah. was about. And isn't it the true of, of any kind of entertainment thing where it's like about a year in, you know, they start adding characters to try to spice things up. Are you calling your brother the cousin Oliver? <laughs> or am I the shark? He, uh, he is a shark. We are going to jump him. And, yeah. why, and why, am, why is my seat a stool? <laughs> I do like that this gavel you have is now a two-pronged gavel <laughs> the dual gavel yeah, right. more gaveling for uh, the same price of zero dollars okay so um richard you chose this topic why um i just chose it because one of the one of the music videos that is going to come up is something that i kind of stumbled on in a uh, youtube wormhole and it just got me thinking about the topic so cool okay uh richard chose so michael you shall begin well my wife and i were uh researching a little bit of uh, music videos last night. Oh, that's what they call it. Yeah. Huh? And uh, we did the same thing. We went down that same rabbit hole of seeing something, falling into the next, the next, and on and on and on. Yeah. And uh, what was funny is that, you know that Facebook on this day feature? Wait, what's Facebook? Yeah. Uh, on this Facebook, <laughs> it's not even going to take the bait on that one. That's a dumb joke. Uh, on the, like, on this day feature, one year ago today, uh, Emily and I were looking at music videos oh, wow. on like randomly. So whatever, you know, early May is prime YouTubing for music videos. <laughs> it's, a, it's the official month, by the way. <laughs> official YouTubing for music videos. Yeah, that's right. I remember it's a, a long, it's, <laughs> yes. a long, it's a long hashtag, but please use it for Twitter. Right. Uh, and, then, and then now Trump has made that music video loyalty uh, month. Yeah, exactly. Yep. God damn it. Screwed it up again. Well, my first choice is Remember the Time by Michael Jackson featuring... Oh my. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Iman, Magic Johnson, oh, wow. Tiny Lister, <laughs> and The Far Side. He got them all. Wait, wait, Gary Larson? What? He got Gary Larson? <laughs> the Far Side. Did, he to, did, oh, did yeah. a python swallow Magic Johnson? <laughs> Bill Watterson wasn't available. He still isn't available. Very much. How did you feel when you came across that? Uh... This was the first... Uh, when Richard suggested the topic, this was the first one that I thought of just because of like the megawatt star power of all those involved of those who were super yeah. important in like 1991, like very particular mm -hmm. to yeah. that. Right. Sorry. You know, Eddie Murphy was as popular as Eddie Murphy's probably ever been like right at like peak of his stardom, even though like he started doing movies like right around then after that was like, are we getting into like the vampire movie vampire in Brooklyn territory almost immediately after that? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like Harlem, uh, Harlem Nights was that uh, uh what's a I can't remember the name of it. Obviously, this wasn't his greatest yeah. actual period, but it was like where he rode the peak to. It he was, was like, still a superstar. Yeah, and Iman was as beautiful as she ever was, mm -hmm. and Magic Johnson was in like the weird persecuted, like he was famous for now having HIV rather than famous for being like the 
biggest basketball player yeah, in the and world. You wonder if it was like a genuine invitation or like a PR thing. Someone was like, please get him in the video and I'll normalize him. It again. could have been. Huh. I, well, one thing that I noticed and like going down like the rabbit hole of Michael Jackson videos and kind of started with this is that the same kind of theme happens in all of his music videos. It seems like after Thriller where there's this big, it's kind of star studded. And then he starts getting chased by some authority figure and he becomes persecuted and yeah. he, he's the one that's on the run and then has this big dance off and then, you know, shows up whoever's chasing after him. It's the gangster and smooth criminal or Captain EO's fighting or and the even, Pharaoh yeah. in this case. Or leave me alone. Yeah. The entire video. <laughs> yeah. In this case, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's like. Unlike Thriller where he's the monster. <laughs> well, like all of his. A couple of things. All of his albums, I think he's trying to tell us something. It's like this weird self-fulfilling mm-hmm, prophecy. Mm-hmm. It was off the wall and dangerous and bad mm-hmm. and thrill. Like he was telling you he was kind of a bad yeah. guy. <laughs> but um, Rest in peace, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> now that he's dead, what a, what a good guy though, right? But all of his videos started to like reflect his personal life and then became like a reflection of his life. Mm-hmm. After this album, after this song, and I'll get back to the song, but... Uh, like he had a later video called rock this world that had like was star studded with like uh, Chris Tucker and like Michael Madsen was in it. Eey. And Michael Madsen is his only acting contribution was just like blinking. <laughs> Wait, in, in general, <laughs> yeah. in life or just that video, just that video, <laughs> that video in particular, but like in life, like he's just, he perfected the art of like blinking, like Riley. Yeah. A plus then, <laughs> blinker. Intense blinking. Yeah. But, but to get back to, um, remember the time, I remember it was like, it was a pretty good song, had a good beat, but like the video was just ridiculous. It was like Egyptian and mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Murphy was the Pharaoh and Iman was the queen and Magic Johnson was standing there on the side, like, I guess as the official gong ringer that brought people in to entertain them. Mm-hmm. And he would have like these ridiculous like quips that would like break the fourth wall and just like, what is going on? <laughs> Stupid video. And he's got, isn't he working the, uh, the same uh, ni- like Nigerian accent from uh, 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 coming to New York or coming to America? Oh, Eddie Murphy? Yeah, he's working yeah. the same, like he's working the same damn thing. Oh yeah. I mean, everyone was kind of cast because of who they were. When Michael Jackson's like introduced in this, he's like another performer for like the, the Pharaoh and the Queen and he comes in and turns into sand and then kind of, spins out of it and it's very like t2 and you can tell like the graphics were like yeah. manimal level morphing well that's right thing. when he was in the in the midst of like the i'm gonna push the boundaries of like yeah mm-hmm. like the black or white like face morphing stuff yeah. it wasn't quite there though for like the these sort of graphics and it was just kind of cheesy but you know he go, goes in and gets and runs away has the most like dispassionate hug <laughs> with Iman and like this crappy kiss and you're like yeah yeah that's about right very telling yeah I, I, Lisa Marie also that, oh that yeah. Horrible, yeah. yeah oh that's a bad video that's yeah. a bad video by the way whatever that one was where they're quote unquote making out you are not alone inter- yes that is, is scars my entire existence <laughs> when you were going this route I thought you were going to go with the uh, Liberian girl music video I s- which literally I'm looking at this on on, uh, on the Wikipedia and you have to scroll down to a second page to get all of the uh, celebrity. Many, huh? Yeah, it's it's every it's and it is just like a murderer's row of C lists. I don't even I don't I don't I don't even know what the song is. I've never heard. This I song. don't know the song either, but I know that uh, Mayim Bialik was in the uh, music video. Never mind. I'm gonna change my choice to <laughs> Mayim Bialik starring in Liberian Girl. Vic Damone, 60s singer. Lou oh, Diamond yeah. Phillips, Amy Irvin, uh, Bridget Nielsen, Steve Gutenberg. 
they got the goots. I feel like wow. you you need like carrot top for the block or like in the center <laughs> square or something like that. This is like the, the holly holly worst squares. What a, what an ensemble! Yeah, I, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, Steve Jeff. Gutenberg always just makes me wish Michael Winslow was involved with <laughs> yeah. some like sound effects. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Can't we just get him? Where as, there like, is one, there must be the, the other. Car? Like <laughs> maybe they, maybe that's why they couldn't. They didn't want to ruin the music video. It's just like police siren noises and gunshots. The whole it time. sounds like with these videos, it's they. The SAG just called everybody whose insurance was about to go up if they didn't do shoot one day's worth of stuff. So Victor Moan, where the hell did they get Victor Moan? Yeah, I think he was playing in Palm Springs last month. Uh, still, he's still alive. He's playing in the Salton Sea. In the Salton Sea. <laughs> okay, so um, Michael, great uh, first outing, and thanks uh, for the uh, enhancing that with another bizarre uh, Michael Jackson video. Richard, Richard, what's your first choice? All right, I got. I do have categories this week. Oh, biting your style. Definitely, uh, definitely, I've fallen off, and Richard just picked I feel it like up. I'm, I feel like it's less biting a style. I've just sort of transferred over the category. What do categories making. do for us? It helps you to kind of figure out. Okay, there's, especially if it's a topic, there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of helps I you sort of. I couldn't do narrow like, it down a bit. I couldn't do a second Michael Jackson pick because that would have felt weird. Although yeah. I could have, like you mentioned, Liberian. You could have done a Mount Rushmore of, of just just weird. Yeah. Well, in the taxonomy of weird. Of cameos, we now know there's a subcategory. So, so yeah. now, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, as, we're, as we're doing the bibliography yeah. for the uh, podcast later <laughs> on, we you got this. So, uh, my four categories are old people, <laughs> musicians making cameos, actors acting. I was hoping it was badly. Old, older people. Oh, old people, old people, older people, the oldest people, even dead older. people. <laughs> We've got actors acting badly, and then hey, I'm in that movie. <laughs> so, first one's oh, old okay. people, and it is Milton Berle in the round and round video by Rat. Oh. This is such a deep hole. Yeah, this was the one that got me thinking about the topic, oh, by right? the way. This is the one that got you thinking. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uncle Milty. <laughs> uncle Milty was actually the uncle of the uh, manage, rat's manager. And that's how he wound up in the music video. This is in story? No, this is in real life. Wow. IRL. Oh, Jeff, IRL. As the kids say. <laughs> Hashtag kids thing but the real i stuff. think the the real issue is that rat needed management that didn't that didn't just like sell itself this band <laughs> called rat with two t's it's probably the manager the that second t is for talent <laughs> <laughs> probably the manager that got them to add the second t and that's why that's why they got to be big yeah now you got it so if you haven't seen the music video it's stupid at some point they there there's like a, a real posh party and the band sort of mm. I think shakes it up. Yeah, it comes in to shake up shakes up the stuffy crowd. Mm-hmm. Just like in our previous podcast, Slobs versus Snobs, which you oh. should all check out yeah. on the iTunes. Yeah, that just just like that. And somehow there's a very shy girl who winds up turning into a rock and roll vixen by the end of it. Hmm. But um Milton Burrow plays two roles. He plays male Milton Burrow and then <laughs> drag queen Milton Burrow. Because hey, I don't know, why not? <laughs> I just, you could, I, I just, he didn't, I, he didn't read his contract is what happened. We needed to play two parts in this. And he did, he didn't even know what the uncle Milty loved him some drag. I he think. did. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was thinking is like, did he write that in actually opposite? I think he oh, wrote that into the contract that yeah. like, I want to do the, you know me, I do, I want to do the, uh, the, the drag queen thing. They're mm-hmm. like, eh, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess if, if we want a big name like Milton Berle in 1983, yeah. we better go ahead and, and let him do it. And they're like, we mostly dress like girls ourselves <laughs> so do you that's okay it's kind of biting into what? our cutting into so our, he, our, our our talent here he's uncle milty and a drag version yeah and which of course uh later they decided in the mtv music awards one year to have him and rupaul 
present an award. I remember that. And they basically almost like came to blows. Did not go well. Not, 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 not positive. <laughs> well, Uncle Milty was known to have the biggest cock in Hollywood. Oh, gigantic. Yeah. Like, 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 like a summer sausage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just flopping around there. What, what, how does, what's the denouement of the rap video? What? I don't know. One of the band members crashes through the ceiling of the, uh, the fancy they dinner party in the metal video. Yep. There's, <laughs> There's very thing. poor reinforcement of ceilings <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and floors in these music videos. If you thought Love Shack had bad building code violations. <laughs> also featuring RuPaul. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the very stuffy uh, butler winds up becoming a metalhead, like a nice. guy like nice. thrashes. <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of it. I just, I saw, I remember this as a kid and this was like a big MTV video. And looking back on it now, I'm like, why the hell did they think getting Milton Berle was going to be like, mm. it's like 1980, you know, two eighty three, whatever it is. The, the man hadn't been a celebrity for, you know, yeah. or it hadn't been like doing anything for 20 years. There's no way that that target audience gave a crap about mm. who Milton Berle is. You know, for some, I, I, I point made clearly that to their audience, he was no big deal. But I, reading about Alice Cooper's affection for Groucho Marx was really interesting. Like they were good buddies. So here's really? the people who were in this, uh, very gothic over the top world of, of performance that see in another drag <laughs> women's clothes wearing person. Hey, you wear eyeliner. We wear eyeliner, a <laughs> kind of a kindred spirit. I know Alice Cooper, I found that Groucho loved him because he saw everything he was doing as vaudeville. It was it was these big over the top things with sticky sets and bad acting and stuff like that. So. Well, I guess uh, apparently the uh, guitar player Warren D. Martini mm-hmm. um, wound up. He, there's a quote in a one of that MTV books about like the band really liked talking to, to him because he was just telling stories about vaudeville. Yeah, and just basically it sent, he said to them it sounded like exactly almost exactly what they were going through. Oh yeah, like coming up and being you know. Just going, you know, playing two, three shows a night and, you know, yeah. touring around in like crappy buses <laughs> or cars or whatever. So they, they felt like it was kindred, kind of kindred. Yeah. yeah. And also maybe maybe even Rat's manager or whoever said, hey, my uncle can come work on the show and didn't even say who it was. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like on Breaking Bad, where there's just this uncle that's mentioned for a while. Yeah. It turns out to be the leader of a prison gang. Oh, that's, or, what, or, oh, or that's right. <laughs> uh, Richard. Great choice, Michael. What do you got? Uh, my next one is more of a starring role, and it's uh, Weapon of Choice by Fatboy Slim. Um, which stars Christopher Walken. Oh, that's, great. that's good. Breakout performance. Like, I think this is right in his his wheelhouse of, like, being kind of super weird and super, uh, you know, super mm-hmm. able to do anything. Yeah. Um, he's really proven himself as an actor who can do... Uh, the Country Bears movie, and then the same year, do Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. He is. There's Sarah, nothing. Sarah Plain and Tall. I have to <laughs> yeah. call out. There. There's nothing that sticks to him. He can do any movie, anything he wants, and everyone's like, "Well, that's walking for you." I yeah. took Simon to go see Nine Lives, the uh, Kevin Spacey talking cat movie, oh. which was the biggest piece of shit I've seen <laughs> in several years. And I go to almost all the kids' movies now, uh-huh. so I can verify there are a lot of shit kids' <laughs> movies, and this was particularly bad. And Christopher Walken is in it. And he's just give. there's like two roles for, that he does. It's either the I'm invested and I'm actually like acting or I'm not invested and I'm just doing a Chris Walken impersonation. Yeah. He was just doing a Chris Walken impersonation. <laughs> I'm sure uh, next year he's going to be nominated for an Academy Award for something. For Nine Lives. <laughs> for Nine Lives. I, um, what was it? It, w- did you enjoy the music video or was it just his performance? Every, every aspect yeah. was great. Uh, the song by Fatboy Flip. By- <laughs> 
Fat, fat boy Flynn. Fat boy Flip Wilson. Flim boy, Flim boy Slat. Uh, fat boy Slim is really fun. Um, and the music video is him is like kind of like this depressed businessman sitting in this just this chair in like this empty hotel and then the music kicks in and he just dances throughout the hotel and gets to the point where he's flying around the room and just this centerpiece of like his old kind of dance background that yeah like oh i guess christopher walken can also dance now yeah and i think he ended up using that on snl a bunch of for mm-hmm. some of his appearances and he would do singing and yeah. Dancing nonsense. And it also became a way for people who didn't know that he could dance to tell you that, oh, yeah, Christopher Walken could dance, even though they also just found out that he could dance <laughs> mm-hmm. by watching oh, yeah. that video yeah. four days before you saw it. Uh, it was directed by Spike Jones, and he is just a phenomenal music video director, has done so many, like, in, like he does interesting yeah. concepts for just about every Mm-hmm. Our artists that he's worked with. And this is one that kind of just stands out. It's fun. And you're just like the dichotomy of like this weird, it's not, I don't know what kind of music is it? It's not pop. It's not it techno. It was sort of big beat techno, like yeah. that, but it was on the heels of that where it wasn't because there had been praise you, which was also a spike Jones uh, right. video. And then the Rockefeller skank, which was everywhere, including in surge commercials, which is um, <laughs> a very particular time in American life. Clinton era, things were okay. And so we just had surge yeah. and Rockefeller skank. It was also in the always. whatever FIFA version that was. And that's how I came to know the song. Hmm. What was the, was Praise You was the kind of community dance group? Yeah, was what it was? which was brilliant. And it actually yeah. looked, and because Spike Jones is such a dweeb, like it, he, it, it was totally believable. It that feels he like he's just authentic. Like enlisted. He's, yeah. yeah. He's and not he parodying like, them. He's just, I think he said, he shouted out Torrance, like in the, in the <laughs> MTV, like award uh, acceptance. And I was like, I, and it took me a while to re- realize that that was Spike Jones. Who, yeah. Who, yeah. So it was brilliant. Um, I wonder how many people have been have won a uh, Academy Award and an MTV Music Award oh, yeah. as Christopher Walken did for this video. Yeah, that's not the, many. That's, the, you, got if, if, if any, you got M. You got M. Madonna, right? <laughs> Madonna? Did she win an Academy Award? No, did she, uh, a league I'm of their kidding. own. I'm kidding. She should no. have. She should have. She was at least nominated, but probably for the music for best for song Avita. beater or something. Yeah. yeah, that counts. Hey, that counts. Oh. At close range, there's only two things keeping us from halftime. Richard's next choice and a thing that I can't think of. Go for it. Cool. All right. So my next uh, choice is musicians making cameos and it is Paul McCartney in the, they don't know about us video. Oh, by Tracy I love Ullman. that so much. You're winning so far. So it's an incredible song. First off written yeah. by the great Christian McCall. Yeah. Um, and then covered a couple of years later um, by Tracy Ullman who had a role in the movie. Give my regards to broad street. The, uh, the yeah. Paul McCartney piece of shit. Was it, was Bowie or there was a Billy Idol looking guy in that movie too, like a punk kind of guy too. I'm sure there was. I th- th- You have the knowledge. I'm just talking bullshit. I'm sure there was, uh-huh. Jeff. I don't know. That would require me to have actually watched Give My Regards to Broad Creek Street in the last... Well, let's cue it up. Let's go to the years. clip. All right, guys. We take a break. <laughs> We're going to come back. After We're the watch movie. watch two hours of Paul McCartney looking for a, a, a lost tape. This is Broad Street Cast, where we watch Give My Regards to Broad, Broad Street, Street and comment on <laughs> Broad Street Minute. The worst podcast ever. What was... It was, this was an endearing video. Why did you like it? Oh, I, I like I said, first off, I love the song. And then it's yeah. just such a random like cameo at the end. It doesn't really have anything to do with the, the video necessarily. She, it's just sort of like her dream of running off with Paul McCartney. Yeah. And, you know, back in where this was again, like 82, 81, mm-hmm. something like that. It was still like 
getting Paul McCartney in a music video was like yeah. a really big deal. It's not like they, it was Ringo or something. Yeah. If it was Ringo, I'm like, eh, oh, that's fine. I yeah. guess he didn't have anything better to yeah. do that week. Pete Best catered the video. <laughs> I believe he did. The yeah. former Beatles drummer. But Paul McCartney was still like, I remember being a kid seeing like, oh my God, they got, they got a Beatle yeah. to be in this video. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it was such like a big get. Mm-hmm. And it's just, he, he doesn't do anything other than just be Paul and kind of look at the camera yeah. and shake his head. And he's just still a fucking Beatle. I mean, that's yeah. just, he, he plays the role of Paul McCartney is what he's playing, mm-hmm. which I believe he has played since 1962 or whatever. Yeah. And it's still probably, unfortunately kind of hemmed into playing this day because mm-hmm. there's no way he can be, like that all the time. And so but he Paul McCartney also in the coming up uh music video. Oh, that's a great video. That's a great video. And he plays so many iterations of a rocker. One kind of the Buddy Holly esque version. A Buddy Holly, uh Neil Young, uh the guy from Sparks. Yeah. yeah which is my favorite. Yeah. The crazy mustache guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it's kind of I guess a, a trip in nostalgia a little bit as that cameo was. Yeah, and that that cameo certainly in a for a song that was written to be a a pastiche, I guess, mm-hmm. of a of a sixties yeah, a Ronettes type Spectre song. Type. Yeah, we are at a halftime. This is the Mount Rushmore celebrity appearances in music videos, and we're kind of going down memory lane and MTV lane and discussing what we think are cool cameos. But you can get the conversation on the Mount Rushmore Facebook page by letting us know what you think is a cool cameo in a video and let us know what we missed. You could also make a suggestion for any other topic you'd like to hear us uh, discuss here on Mount Rushmore. And we, you could also help us. Please um, be a cameo on our iTunes page by leaving a review, uh, giving us your opinion, uh, rate the podcast, and give it a one through a five stars or whatever it is there. And then please download our past episodes and listen. All right, but when you say leave a cameo, don't, you don't mean actually like the band cameo, Not the band right? cameo. Don't leave a cod piece on, our, <laughs> on our iTunes page a wedge, a wedge haircut and a cod piece. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And just by typing Mount Rushmore in the computer thing, you'll probably find where those are, where those are and find us. We are back, Michael, your third. Very musical, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> hit, hit every part of that note. Uh, my third is uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Oh, oh okay. That wasn't where I thought you were going, but okay. Featuring Kim Basinger and as the uh, corpse. Was she, is she Mary Jane or is Mary Jane just marijuana? Uh, I mean, this you know. Is, a, this is, is she music. playing marijuana? Is that what she's playing? Is this is one of those things where it's like the, the song has one concept and then the music video has a different concept? Probably. Okay. Like the music video is based off of uh, two things. Uh, 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 the Copulating Mermaid of Venice. Uh, the Copulating Mermaid of Venice, California, a Bukowski uh, short story. Wow. Which is about these two guys that uh, get a dead body and decide to fuck it and <laughs> leave it on the side of the road. That's pretty dark even for Bukowski. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> He was like that, Ooh, man. Uh, but um, basically, the, the music video is uh, Tom Petty playing like a mortician or like a mortician's mm. assistant, and there's this beautiful dead body that's in the morgue, and he, it's Kim Basinger, and he takes her home and he dresses her up and bathes her and tries to get her to kind of interact with him over dinner and dance with her and wow. play music videos for her and. Yada yada. It seems like doesn't work out. They ran out of cocaine and just had quaaludes, or that influenced this <laughs> music video treatment. And eventually, they uh, he takes her out to the ocean, lets her sink into the sea. Well, how nice of her! Yeah. Nice, nice of him. You yeah, know, well, really class act. <laughs> uh, Tom Petty makes a lot of like we great 
music videos. I assume that you were uh, thinking I was going to choose. Uh, Don't come around here no more. No, um, no the other one with Into that. the Great Wide Open. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought you were going with Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp and Fade Down Away, the roadie named Bart, the roadie named Bart. That's and that's played by Tom Petty. Yeah, he's and he plays a uh, and Terrence Trent Darby is in the music video. Yeah, it's chock a block full, but um, but I just thought this was like a, a you know a strangely beautiful video and haunting. And like Kim Basinger was at her kind of peak Basingerness. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people that a lot of the celebrities that I chose for the videos were kind of right at their peak. Like it's this was probably 91, 92. And Kim Basinger was just as big a star as anyone was in Hollywood. And um, Tom Petty just had like the number of videos that he's done that have just been kind of mind blowing. Like we did that same thing. We went down like the Tom Petty rabbit hole where we watched his great don't come around here no more all right i'm gonna try and save us with some keanu reeves oh shit or we're keanu fucked. we're so fucked um in, in the actors acting badly department for his uh towering performance in the uh rush rush video by, by paula abdul his bogus oh. performance it was, it was harsh in my mouth <laughs> Um, wherein Keanu Reeves is acted off the screen by Paula Abdul, who previously had been acted off the screen by DJ Scat Cat. <laughs> uh, we watched this movie last night, or this uh, this video last night too, and it's. I want to see the movie that they're in more than this video because there's something. Did you see the version it, that like the long version that had like the minute and a half? I don't know what that was at the beginning where he's just like, this sucks, dude. Look at my parents. I don't want to be that guy. Grow up. Like there's like a minute and a half short little mini movie before that. Mm. Totally unconnected to the rest. Oh, really? It seems like he's completely unconnected. There's like a, they're like at a police station and they're being uh, interrogated individually. And she's, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. He's talking about his parents and how Mm. bogus they are and all this stuff. And then it goes into the music video, which is basically a straight ripoff of um, what's that James Dean movie? Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, LA Confidential. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rebel Without a Cause. The concept, the concept music video is, it's interesting because we're talking about music videos, but we know that some of these were really uh, uh, appended or footnotes of these larger c- stories and things. Like the right. thriller music video that they played on repeat was really just the, the last three and a half minutes of this longer yeah, movie. The John Landis thing. The John Landis, yeah. you know, thing. Or it brings to mind that uh, Dennis DeYoung video, Desert Moon or something, where it was like, it had dialogue in it. It had moments. It had all his acting moments where Dennis DeYoung was trying to start a feature film. Yeah, he, he wanted to be like a Broadway actor or something, right? I think he wound up doing some Broadway after. I know, like Mr. So this, some of the Mr. Roboto had like a long form yeah, version too. It was right? essentially a stage musical that was performed by rock musicians. But these people thought that they could parlay that into an actual well, feature film. Well, because it had been a while since like Quadrophenia and stuff, so people thought they were going to like fill that void with like Madonna, like oh, a prayer. Yeah. Was this ridiculous sort of persecution story? And mm-hmm. there's always be you know with a, with a celebrity cameo of uh, Danny Aiello, who later and I, I tried to find this and I could not find it. And God, I hope I can find this before the show goes up. <laughs> prayers are to find music because videos. God I it's like a prayer I swear Danny Aiello then came out with a response song to like a prayer <laughs> really I I am I, I looked for it it was uh, the movie Moonlighting oh uh, yeah well that's a good response or no, well, Moonstruck, Moonstruck. Sorry, Moonstruck. Sorry, yeah. or Moonlighting that could, could, could you have shot that with same Kim Basinger <laughs> could you have shot that same uh, that same Madonna video with Captain Lou Albano in the role <laughs> of Danny Aiello and it had been the same have the same sort of heart. Oh, here it is. I found it. Holy crap. I found it, guys. 
Was that a strange sort of thing of Madonna asserting herself as an Italian American woman to have like Lou Albano and uh, it's called pa- guys. It's called Papa wants the best for you. Oh, geez. And it's oh, I'll, I'll, we'll put it up. We will put it up on the website. We'll I would be afraid to social even, media. I would this. not. I would. That into yeah, Google. I would not put that into a search. <laughs> <laughs> this is my work computer. Dot uh, de. I yeah. think it, Madonna. I think I'm Madonna. I'm sorry to interrupt. By the way, I'm so I'm so blown away that I actually found this. I'm, I'm sorry. I just. I bring as well. What, what, what are the thank, lyrics? What's thank, the nature you, of the song? Thank you, Paul Abdul. We just <laughs> spent the last two minutes talking about Madonna showing your cultural relevance. Well, well, I would love if Danny Aiello tried to. Can we drop a couple of minutes? Of, can we drop like thirty seconds of the song into here? Oh, we can do that, yeah. right? Okay, so you guys, Audi- audience who isn't listening, here's Danny Aiello. Take it away. Back to the Paul Abdul thing. I mean, it's, this is like 91, so Keanu Reeves is trying to transition out of Bill and Ted's, even though I think Bogus Journey comes out that year. Mm. But like my own, like my own private, like private Idaho is coming out that year. Point Break is coming out that year. Thank God. Thank God for, yeah. And so he's trying to transition into more like kind of adult, you know, dramatic sort of quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, and so I, it's interesting to see him trying to position himself like mm-hmm. as James Dean. Yeah. When he really actually comes off about as, you know, cool prepubescent as, child as yeah. Jimmy Dean, <laughs> the, the country <laughs> singer and sausage maker, <laughs> big bad John. Exactly. So it's, it's just, a it's a, it's an incredible mess of a music video. It's, they have about the, the chemistry of, of like, to like I mean, the rats or something. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. So please watch it. Please watch it. Uh, Michael. Uh, my last choice is Freedom, Ni- Freedom 90 by George Michael, which oh. features Ooh. every supermodel from the 1980s. Yeah. I may or may not have masturbated to that video. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% masturbated to that video. Concept behind this video was that George, <laughs> that George Michael didn't want to be in any of his music videos going forward. Uh, he had kind of, you know, peaked with uh, faith, and it was played on MTV, you know, ad nauseum. And he kind of started to reject that image, and he didn't want that. He didn't want to be like that guy that was on MTV anymore all of, all the time. So uh, when they wanted to do a video for it, he said, well, that's fine, but you have to leave me out of it. And so uh, I guess there was a uh, a famous picture in Vogue by a photographer, uh, Peter Lindbergh, which featured these five supermodels, which were uh, Naomi Campbell, Linda Evan- Evangelista. God, you, it's hard. You can't say these people's names. That's uh, a pretty easy Christy name. Christy Turlington. <laughs> Uh, Cindy Crawford and uh, Kirstie McCall. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jeff, call cast. That? There we go. Hey, welcome to Callcast. Next caller on Callcast. And the last one is uh, Tatiana Patisse. And basically, no, the, you made that last. You made Tatiana Patisse and Evangelista was hard. For yeah, you? I don't know. I screwed okay. it up. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. in this room right now. Uh, uh, but it was just like a, a video of these very beautiful women in some semi state of undress. Uh, singing his song and and mimicking his song. And as Mm -hmm. things kind of blow up, like a big jukebox blows up and his, his faith jacket that he wore in that video is set on fire. And there's also all these male models in the video too. And I looked at their names. I have like all male models, 
they are all unrecognizable. So were that were what do you think that was a metaphor for something there? Were there any metaphors happening in that music video, do you believe? No. No, good. Okay. Do you think it was the impact of the advent of the supermodel seems to coincide or, or is that about five years past the, the kind of supermodel? No, you're right, you're right in the, the, the kind of prime of that. the wheelhouse. So what is a wheelhouse, by the way? <laughs> it's just where you put a wheel. Oh, oh, it's a wheelhouse. Take a boat. It's opposite of a fake house. <laughs> <laughs> I want my you to win. Jeez Louise. <laughs> then there was also around that time that Janet Jackson video that was sort of the reverse with the model Tyson Beckford, which I totally oh. just looked that up just now on this computer. I didn't know that <laughs> until nice. just now. And that's him like on a wheel, like rolling around. Love will never do yeah. without you. And oh, they yeah. Have to they have, kept, like, they kept that wheel in the wheelhouse. It. Yes. There was mm-hmm. a large... Tyson Beckford in that wheelhouse. Wheel soundstage uh, that was somewhere. Yeah. How much do you think the, these choices to incorporate glamour or fashion or um, comedy or um, dance were the influence of the director or the star? Do you think the, the, the musician is sitting there waiting for a concept to be pitched and they kind of go with whatever? I think you could see like it's... It kind of started in a more kind of trashy way when you'd have like models. Maybe they weren't supermodels, but there were models that were in like a big bunch of hair metal bands. Uh, you think of like, who was the one that was on top of uh, Cherry? Warren's? Tawny Katane. Yeah, there you go. And uh, wait, wasn't she just like a porn star? No. No, she was a model. Okay. She was a model. I think she was actually related to the sportscaster Armin Katane, sort of uh, strangely. What? And, uh, yeah. There was a sorry. just happened here. Wow. Somebody knows more sports than me. I don't like this. <laughs> Get him out of here, guys. Uh, but I think it started where like it wasn't uncommon for a model to be writhing on top of the hood of a, you know, souped up car. Yeah. And then it kind of transitioned to like Annie Leibovitz. Uh, oh, yeah. Shooting. Uh, I think she might have done that. The one that you mentioned. The love the, will never do with yeah the Janet Jackson. And I think it was the, the I think African she, model who was popular at that time, not the uh, other guy. Yeah, Jason I think Beckford. I think she also did uh, the aforementioned Michael Jackson video where, uh, or maybe not, but there was one where he's also in the desert, also with the supermodel. Um, lock you in the closet. <laughs> keep no, it, keep that, it in the closet. What, what was the one that was? There was an in living color takeoff of it that I think has usurped uh, the actual video in my head. But, yeah. Uh, uh, Shut you, yeah, it was something like something that. Naomi like Campbell, I think, is Sam the, doesn't the need a computer, he is a computer. <laughs> Sorry, this video, no, but, by the by the way, this video directed by noted sadist uh, David Fincher, yeah. Oh, it was very, it was very dark and very, yeah, uh, it's weird when, when, when all their heads got just <laughs> severed off at the end and put into <laughs> separate boxes. But they also, and uh, MTV wise, this was sort of the transition into House of Style became like a, a big, uh, no, yeah, good a, point, you know, present. thank god, because I couldn't live without knowing what the, <laughs> what the uh, f- fashions were for 1990, how to make a towel into a beach bag <laughs> right <laughs> wow okay so uh richard you're gonna wrap it up am i right yeah okay but it's not the video wrap for wrap it up by the fabulous so thunderbirds wrap it up. wow i love song. that they it's had really a song. Song. they had their what was what was the general vacuum of of the world that was happening that that a blues high-powered r&b act could actually get onto mtv what, what was happening there? I, I think like michael jackson had had hadn't put anything out for a while uh-huh. And like it was that weird transition before like like rap and urban music uh-huh. really became a thing. Yeah. So there's just like just giant vacuum for white guys with uh, goatees and like soul patches. Yeah. Well, yeah. They could sort of ride the uh, George Thorogood sort of uh-huh. uh, dynamic too. Now he was Guy Fieri. Am I right that he's Guy Fieri? No, you're thinking of the guy from Smash Mouth. Okay. Okay. Sorry. 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 That's <laughs> all the same guy. They're all the same. Guy. Scott Weiland was Eddie Vedder, I think, for some period. <laughs> there was only one goatee back then, and it went from face to face. It's passed it around. It's passed it around from generation to generation. My last choice is in the hey, I'm in that movie category. 
And I actually, Michael, I did discuss this before we did the episode that we weren't going to include like just clips from a movie. Mm-hmm. But if someone from the movie then was part of the music video, that's different. Uh, and so I'm going with Ali Sheedy um, for um, the vi- music video for Who's Johnny by Elder Bar. You weren't a fan of Short Circuit back in the day, <laughs> I'm guessing, because that's what the I take uh, it back. I the saw, soundtrack. I saw the Paul Abdul one. <laughs> I'm sure you, did. you You said that you did, you yeah. liar. <laughs> so, it, again, was from the movie Short Circuit. Yeah. Um, but it's not her clips fr- pulled from the movie. There it's, are some clips. It's original performance for There the, are clips from the movie, but then they also have a performance aspect that's wrapped around it. Um, where I think... Is Johnny is Johnny Five in the movie in the yes. video? Awesome. Yes, I could have actually. You, 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 should, have, you got buried, him should, as the. Uh, you buried the lead. <laughs> I kind of did a little bit, but but no Fisher Stevens. Oh, never mind then. And pass. and no Steve Gutenberg because apparently pass. Goot had too much going on. This but Michael Winslow was in the video. <laughs> Goot had heat. Yeah, he had. He, apparently, he had. He was too busy shooting Police Academy Seven or whatever. So they, instead, they have a cardboard cutout of Steve Gutenberg that's in the music video. Because. Wow. <laughs> The Gutenberg Press is what they used to make it. Good night, everybody. Killing we can't it. top that. Can't top that. Let's give all four points to Sam. Yeah, pretty much. No, I, but the only thing I think about that is that's what comedy was in the 80s because cocaine. Yeah, because cocaine. So the whole music video appears to be some sort of trial that involves Johnny Five possibly being put up on trial for various shenanigans, although it's a little unclear. And El DeBarge is one of the... Uh, one of the um, people is on the kind of on the stand as a witness for for him or against it, it would be great it's a little unclear like going against him it's a little unclear actually persecuting johnny five he and ali sheedy is there you know as I, I don't know if she's playing ali sheedy or playing the role it's it's like a bad like high school production hmm. of a of a music video it's and it's you know, Johnny Five does wacky pranks like he replaces the prosecutor's glasses with Groucho glasses mm-hmm. when she's not looking. And if you're asking if it's a female prosecutor, does she have her hair up in, in a, a bun? bun? <laughs> and then by the end of the music video, like shake it out and she's gorgeous. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, Elder Barge may be playing the uh, same role that Fisher Stevens played, possibly. Okay. Which would make, make about as much sense racially as Fisher Stevens playing the role that Fisher Stevens mm-hmm. played in that movie. He was, if you remember, he was playing an Indian gentleman yeah. and Fisher Stevens decidedly not Indian. El DeBarge is Spanish for the DeBarge <laughs> and the DeBarge is kept in the wheelhouse. It really is. <laughs> so, and, and again, this gets, this tells you relative levels of fame or maybe it's just whoever was doing what at the time. But in 1986, Steve Gutenberg way too good to be doing, you know, El DeBarge movie or music videos, but by what, 91 or whatever. Totally got the time to do a Michael Jackson video. <laughs> Came back around. Yeah, it all comes back around, boys. Wow. So f- some really fun discussion. Uh, Was it? No, I'm, I'm just okay. lying. No, um, some really a fun discussion of the cameos by celebrities in music videos. I kind of makes me miss music videos because they certainly have fallen in importance in terms of a uh, cultural and marketing tool at the time. They were how some people 
entirely enjoyed this this music through the visual aspect of it and obviously they were important or celebrities might not have graced their presence in them so uh that's kind of a fun discussion so sam what do you think of the the topic and what do you think of the discussion that's happened um i i also miss um you know being a kid from the midwest uh the the important broadcast medium that was mtv even though you would get sick of seeing the video for remember the time 73 <laughs> times yeah. in the course of of a day um but and there are probably uh you know uh, many videos of course they're still making them to some extent and they're on youtube but there's just not this sort of like machine gun of them during the course of um, you know, uh, whatever the, the countdown mm-hmm. or Adam Curry isn't, you know, introducing them yeah. to you or whatever. I'm amazed that like something like, okay, go doesn't have celebrities. The, the concept of the video is now a celebrity, you know, there's, I'm trying to think of something. Well, they're like celebrities the, the for, Goldberg yeah, the gold group. Yeah, yeah. Goldberg is a celebrity. And yeah. then where does that yeah. land them? They, they get on like Sesame street is like how they like make it. The, mm-hmm. There's sort of, there's some like validation to, to that even but the, is that the, an uh, ascension is that bragging they got on sesame street or is that like that how does that in a good way yeah. that there that since mtv is no longer uh-huh. uh, this marker of relevance that actually sesame street yeah. even for like the 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 cool dudes and i have like read about this a couple of places that mm-hmm. they actually like really enjoy um you know being being invited oh, to, to okay. do that and um i'm not even sure how the the, the late night uh, tv appearances work anymore but it's um yes i'm, I'm wistful i must say <laughs> um hearing about these uh, uh-huh. videos even even the ones that sound just brutally terrible um but like <laughs> uh and also that that exposes this weird world of hollywood which i think uh used to be a situation sort of in, in dc too of uh that nobody knows that all these people just sort of know each other and go to weird parties and bar mitzvahs and, you know, coincide and go, Hey, do you want to, we're doing like a video tomorrow. Do you want to be there? And, you know, <laughs> so-and-so is so, uh, the other guy's uncle. And, um, so for, for that reason, I, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, a, a good and worthwhile overview. And, um, also, uh, maybe exposes that it's good that MTV's, uh, existence as music television, has diminished because there is not as wide of a base of these terrible videos. So hopefully the <laughs> yes. ones that are being created are worth it. Well, Sam and I have gone into our judges' chambers. I think me and Sam is the answer. <laughs> Sam I am. I will not Son eat of green Sam. eggs and ham. Son of Sam and I um, have, uh, we have deliberated and we have come up with some choices but you know what? We've also um, made some observations. One observation was that Michael Winfield's choice uh, really used the celebrity cameo as an avatar for the artist. Uh, this external force, this external entity, uh, that their very presence is commenting on the identity of the artist. Um, Michael Jackson clearly trying to renew his value in terms of his uh, stature as an entertainer by bringing in every single celebrity he knew. Uh, and th- thus adding to his stature. And um, Mary Jane's Last Dance, I thought that was interesting because the celebrity doesn't even really perform in it, but I feel like Tom Petty realizes that he doesn't have that much glamour value, and then he is actually creating this other character, this proxy. He's kind of getting this doll and decorating it in there. And um, in, in two of these cases, the celebrity doesn't appear. In Weapon of Choice and in Freedom 90, for the most part, they are allowing these other people to take their presence. So the, the singer doesn't even really kind of take center stage. So I thought that was interesting. And, and Michael Winfield's um, choices. 
and then I thought in uh, Richard's choice, it was interesting that the cameo seemed to search a, serve as a force multiplier and an enhancer of the identity of the singer or musician, um, bringing a celebrity like Milton Berle in there, somebody who, uh, like Milton Berle, is part of the history of entertainment, uh, helps raise the stature of these people who are kind of new and part of a new um, genre of entertainment in heavy metal. Newcomer Tracy Ullman bringing in uh, a gentleman who probably had risen to the top of the rock and roll game more than anybody else, like Paul McCartney. And the cinematic elements that were brought in Rush, Rush, and um, Who's Johnny by bringing in movie stars such as uh, Keanu Reeves and Ali Sheedy. So I loved how these artists were able to kind of amplify the force and impact of the music video by bringing in the cameo. So, um, we have made some choices in uh, very careful deliberation. And a point goes to remember the time uh, for just sheer volume of cameos. That was a good choice just to kind of get the most ever cameos. It was, he was trying to reconstitute the Jackson 5 with just four other people. Tito and Jermaine wouldn't show up. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're trying to go with the go, compete with the Ghostbusters music video for <laughs> well, most true, random celebrity true. cameos. You know, it's funny because I, I you remember this wasn't random, but like remember when... Um, uh, Chevy Chase thought he was invited to be in, in every single music video. That I thought Paul yeah. Simon he was singing that song <laughs> really? when I was a kid. I thought I, that was a great Chevy Chase song. That bit yeah. where he pick, he, he uh, puts the drink and into like the bongo holder and it just falls right through. It kills me every kills time. me every time. He does it twice. He does the same thing with a flute. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> Chevy Chase hack hack. Hey, if something's funny the first time, it's even funnier the second time. <laughs> yeah. a, like uh, that foreshadowed carrot top, I think. <laughs> mm. And then uh, Mary Jane's last dance to because of the spirited discussion that comes around it. Um, so a point for Michael Winfield and another point for Michael Winfield. And then a old people, Milton Burrow found in Round and Round by Rat. Uh, Mr. Manfredi gets a point for that. And musicians making cameos, Paul McCartney, and they don't know about us. There's a point for that. And we're also going to give Christy McCall a point. Uh, rest in, rest in peace. This has been Mount Rushmore. I'm Jeff. I'm Sam. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. 